Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Flower, back with another East Tennessee Fishing Report with Ellis Ward. How you doing, Ellis? I am a little foggy this morning, but I am doing well, Marv. How are you? I'm getting there. Um, not enough coffee? No, just under the weather. I don't know. Daughter's in preschool. Allergies. So, I'll, I'll live. Yeah, kids that age generally tend to be Petri dishes. They are. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's interesting. We were talking before we started recording and, uh, you know, it's in, you, you've got kind of a weather pattern where you don't have any rain, but it's kind of unseasonably cool. And I was kind of curious what that, how that affected, you know, your trout and your striper bite. Yeah. Um, and pardon the, the voice and sniffles. Um, the the evenings are getting into, you know, 50s. We, we sort of had some up and downs of weeks, weeks in the 80s. And then um, it, it, as right as I was about no temps below freezing, I think, I don't know, multiple weeks of freezing temps <laughs> prior, um, we've, we, we've been sort of steadily increasing, uh, but we've just had these spikes, uh, in, in both directions and we're kind of, we're now in the, the cooler section. I, I can't say for sure, just because our, our springs for, this is my fourth spring, um, kind of have a little bit of this variation, but, but what I am seeing from the last handful of days is, um, the, the bug activity is, you know, our, our, the big caddis have been over for a few weeks. Um, you're getting, we're seeing all sizes of yellow bugs, sulfurs, PMDs. So from, you know, twenties up to some of the really big ones, which don't come out in numbers, but it, it, it's not a bad idea to, at this point, start, looking at some some attractor type patterns um and then the the tan caddis in like 18 to 20 uh i'm always a fan of the f- fishing that species of insect as the pupa and i think i talked about this last time if you if you give it a little little action some strips and um you know, f- fishing something even subsurface and moving it just an inch below the surface if, if you're hearing those splashy eats. And then the betas, um, blue wings, you know, up up to small 16s, but but more in the the 18 to 20. And then, you know, midge, midge and, and betas, stuff happening on on the surface where you'll see some bugs but it's mostly you have to get down at the surface of the water like kneel down the boat and look across and you can just see a fuzz migrating across the surface of the water of millions and millions of bugs so um it's it's pretty much you know the bugginess is in full swing and it's it's really any and all species at, at a given time you'll get some of some of those will be the highlights so um you know catch all emergers um attractor type 
patterns. I, I would consider a you know a big big parachute or something like that to be an attractor, uh, and then throw something real small behind it. I'm a big fan of just fishing an unweighted pheasant tail or um, you know RS2 some some tail watery type stuff like that. And as far as striper, it is that time of year. So I think we talked about this last time, you know, one of, one of the best places to see if you can convince one of those to eat is going to be at mouths of rivers and then below dams. Um, you know, folks listening to this and just generally people interested in this area, are obviously thinking of uh, South Holston and Watauga does both go into Boone and then there's a couple dams below that too. So there's there's movement. The lake's warming up. I've seen balls of shad five times the size of my boat well up into the Watauga in the last couple of weeks. And I actually had a guy catch a, a rainbow that looked pregnant, but just, you know, in, in the wrong place on its body, just stuffed with shad. So it's a it's a bitey time of years as for the striper and you know what I, I was asked do do i do people target them do i target them and it, the answer is yes of course with confidence when it's muddy when when the water's up and during low light it's still fishing, but that's that's going to be, you know, the first two, three, four weeks of them being up in the rivers and near those mouths with with the shad not necessarily in their summer patterns yet and sort of moving and, and getting pushed by 50-degree water reaching them on the releases. A any of that variation and specifically in this time of year where, where everyone's still moving around. Um, those are all good times to be out throwing stuff. And I, I wish there were a simple answer to the, the best approach. I've, I've caught and boated really nice fish in the river on seven, eight inch changers and a very sparsely tied clouser, triple drunks, um, someone, a, a bigger version of my swim bug. So it's really, it's finding where they are when they're feeding. And in order to do that, it's, it's going to probably require more time out there when they're not feeding to figure out where they are. Yeah. And, you know, Seth was asking kind of the best time of year to fish for him. And I guess really the question, there's probably a couple things like to your point, you have to find them. Um, but the other thing too, is it's also probably how do you want to fish for him? Right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if, if you, if the question is what is the, how can I most effectively catch a striper? I would say lower ends of, of the rivers and in the 
the mouths at the in the lake now, now you can if you have a a boat with a jet or a prop you can you can chase bait balls and uh listen for those bait balls getting blown up um but you know that it's going to be fish, fishing sort of sweeping and and searching with big plugs on conventional gear that's going to be the most effective and then second to that is going down in, in the reservoirs and finding where that bait is and you know fish finders aren't too expensive these days um if they're not coming up on the surface you need to find out where they are and and look for the bait that is is moving and um make sure you can mark some stripe you, you can typically see them see some surface activity too and get your fly there otherwise it's it's going to be you know on on fly it's it's those low light situations and and going out when the water's big cuz cuz when it's not big and it's clear you'll roll over them and they they won't even move they've seen you for a while away so um now is a good time of year just because they're they're up into the rivers for the first time you know i saw the first one last week and i'd hesitate to say that on a, a published podcast but i already saw someone coming up the river that i hadn't seen since last striper season so you know by the time this is out the the word's going to be around like wildfire um but they're up there for the first time this year and when when they are doing that and when there's big water or or off light or off color water they tend to eat more willingly than they do midsummer which which is really that becomes a a very off very high water bite and a and uh night bite as well yeah i was gonna say too i mean as the water gets hotter they just go deeper and at some point you know the the return on fishing form on the fly kind of goes down pretty dramatically. Yeah, that, that becomes a river game. Yeah. So, you know, in, in the lake, it's, it's bait oriented and in the river, it's, they're spooky. They're, they're, they're not gonna, they're not gonna feed if, if the water's clear or if it's low and i'd say oh yeah you know you catch them every now and again but um that is truly circumstantial and lucky uh at at best if you're going out with the intention or hope of catching one it's it's rough weather and big water in the rivers as it gets later into the summer but throughout the lake there's there's still good pockets and those mouths of the lake stay stay nice and cool for the tailwaters coming in so plenty of different opportunities and you know it's it's a it's a tough puzzle to piece together so um definitely one that requires putting time in yeah absolutely and you know folks we love questions at the articulate fly you can email them to us you can dm us on social media if we use your question i will send you some articulate fly swag and we're going to enter into a drawing for two nights. Uh, well, sorry, got it backwards. Uh, two days of fishing with Ellis and one night at Watauga River Lodge. And Ellis, before I uh, let you go and uh, take your decongestants before you uh, you meet your guide <laughs> client, you want to let folks know where they can find you so they can book you and fish with you? 
Yeah. Uh, my, my website's ellisworldfishing.com. Instagram is ellisworldguides. And best way to contact me, reach out, text me about tying, fishing, whatever, um, book a trip, etc., is my cell phone at 513-543-0019. Well, there you go. Well, listen, folks, as we head into the holiday weekend, you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Ellis. Appreciate it, Marv.